Okay. 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 That is how you always start, huh? <laughs> you always say, okay. And then you start. Do I? I, I think so. Do. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, let's get started um, and talk about this movie um, for this week's episode of Cast and the Curious. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. I, I'm Melinda. You're Andrew. Yeah. We're, we're here. here. We're doing, and mm-hmm. we're officially on our bi weekly schedule, which True. I think I'm excited about. I think I like I'm, it. Very excited about it. We can we can stretch. We can breathe. Yeah, and I think we were stressing each other out a little bit, trying to, uh, sure. you know, get everything pump out the content. <laughs> and absolutely. Uh, and now also, I was like, oh, I'm excited to talk to Melinda because I'm not constantly talking to her, trying to figure out how to do a podcast every week. Now it's like a pleasant. <laughs> it's a more pleasant. It's not that it wasn't pleasant, but you know. Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> Loaded statement, I know, but I mean right, it as a genuine feelings. compliment. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it for sure. Um, absolutely, it's like um, it's a little treat now. Yeah, I am. I am curious about um, how. Well, I say see you next Tuesday, right? So, see you next I'll... next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. See you, next, see you next next Tuesday. <laughs> Rolls right off the tongue. Definitely yeah, Okay, does. then I think that's the last detail we needed to hammer out, and we're good to go. Well, we got to think about changing the name of the podcast, but we don't have to do that right now. Well, but now you're thinking. Well, it's too late to change it. What are you talking about? We already Didn't we already decide that we weren't going to change it? Oh, I thought we were still on the fence. About our diesel, because I do kind of like it. Oh, our diesel. Well, yeah. yeah, but if we were going to do that, we should have done that like three episodes ago. We so. can do it whenever we feel like it. When I come up with these brilliant ideas, <laughs> you need to immediately affirm strike. or yes. forever hold my can't, peace. Okay, I get it. Can't be dilly dallying. Well, think about our diesel. Let it. Uh, I've been thinking let it about sit it for, with mo- you. for months. And then uh, we'll sit on it and think about it later. We're that's not that's it. a little bit that I call hearing what you're saying and then completely ignoring it. <laughs> I, that's fine. Thanks so much. CNC. Ooh, I like that. Hey, welcome back to CNC with, you know, casting the curious. No. As a little I, shorthand. I don't like that. No. Kanku. Hey, welcome back to Kanku. <laughs> <laughs> My only requirement is that our, the title be actual words. <laughs> actual only... words with Melinda and Ooh, Andrew. That's not a That bad actually action. is a good <laughs> podcast title. Not for this one, though. Just, yeah, for some other... <laughs> for whatever this devolves into. For some vocab nerd podcast. This is an actual word. Deal with it. <laughs> You're giving me a look that's just like, all right, we need to move on. We we do need to move on, <laughs> just so we can stop I'm talking so about so much fun. Whatever you're talking about, mm-hmm. um, well, yeah. So this week we watched Boiler Room, right? Which is technically a Vin Diesel movie. Sure, I'll count it as he's on the poster. He is, and um, advertised in the trailer heavily. Okay. Um, did you? 
you, this wasn't you were you were wanting more Vin, not enough Vin for you. Not enough Vin for me. Didn't I get that? Dislike the movie. I actually liked the movie. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> for what it was, I, sure. I, I didn't not like making where, any top I, ten lists. Honestly, I didn't like where it ended up, but I liked a lot of the movie. I I liked it because I thought it was going where I thought it was going, mm. and then it didn't really go there. So then I was like, "Well, that what was the point of that then?" Yeah, that's how I felt too. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, let's not go the, that far yet. Sure. No. The gist of it is, um, that here's going to be the problem is I don't know anything about this industry, mm. meaning like the finance world. Me neither. So I'm not going to be able to articulate this, but essentially there's a brokerage firm, mm-hmm. I think is what it's called. Yeah, sure. Um, they, it's a stock bro movie is what I it's wrote a, down. Yeah, it's a stock bro movie. It's very much in the vein of like Wall Street, Wolf of Wall Street. Mm-hmm. I guess Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, but they weren't like stockbrokers. But they were were salesmen, salesmen, and like the people who made this movie were clearly obsessed with Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Absolutely, in so many ways. Mm -hmm. uh, Was very excited about that. We can get into that in a little bit. Um, Was this? Did was this your first time seeing this movie? uh, Not only was this the first time I saw this movie, up until I started this movie, Mm -hmm. I thought Boiler Room was a horror movie. I just, I just, like, for some reason, I think all I saw were, like, moody pictures of Vin Diesel and the title mm-hmm. Boiler Room. And I'm like, oh, horror movie. Here we go. And then okay. I was like, oh. <laughs> and also, like, what was the, which one, what was the Boiler Room? Was that where they sold the stocks? I think that And that were people might... hot in there? Like, no one's, <laughs> like, like, what? This is the first time Vin Diesel hasn't been sweaty. <laughs> Yeah, of all the times for him not to be sweaty, Boiler Room yeah. is not the one. It was it was pretty uh looked air conditioned in there. It yeah. did. Um I think Boiler Room might be a like a term, like a Wall Street term for that kind of room. That would check out because I think went right yeah, over I my also, head. I also I thought Boiler Room was not a horror movie, but I thought it was more of like an action thriller. <laughs> I also had no idea what I was. I, I also into. feel like we're all we're both justified in that. Like, as far as I know, this is the only like business movie Vin Diesel is in. Well, I know he's in I'd... that Vinny movie, right? My cousin Vinny or something. Or is that wrong? <laughs> my, jaw, my jaw is on the floor. Vin Diesel's not in My Cousin Vinny, although I'm They're, saying that with a lot of confidence, and I don't know for sure, but... It's the one where he has hair. Vin Diesel has hair. That's not in My Cousin Vinny. I know he's in a courtroom. Let's see. But I don't think that's My Cousin Vinny. Oh, gosh. I see. Maybe I'm just imagining... I think you've made some connections that aren't actually there. Again, I don't know for sure because Lord knows my memory. Find is me guilty. Spaghetti. Okay. <laughs> Maybe he my just looks like guilty. the My Cousin Vinny guy. Let's see. Mm-hmm. I've seen My Cousin Vinny many times. It's a childhood favorite. Oh, yeah, I think it's just, I think I saw a guy with hair in courtroom. <laughs> and I was like, that's My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> 
Uh, also, never seen my cousin Vinny, so. Okay. Well. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's better than Boiler Room. So, okay, yeah. I had no <laughs> idea what Boiler Room was about. Yeah. I also thought that it was, like, um, considered, like, a really great movie. Am I wrong? Isn't that, like, kind of the cultural feelings I thought, about it? You know, I. I really didn't. I don't think I had many. I don't think I knew anything about this movie, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Other okay. than maybe our sister podcast, mm. Vindicated, our our long lost sister who doesn't know we exist, <laughs> uh, they, I don't think they liked it, and I think that's the only. That makes me like it more. Mm-hmm. Okay, it says the dreadful movie Boiler Room dreadful okay back off it's not a dreadful it movie it was pretty good it was now a pretty good movie it was a instant classic i'm so i'll be right back my mouth is so dry okay i yeah. did one of those vitamin c drinks thinking like that'd get me amped up for the show and it did and it also dried out my mouth i'll be right back okay great i'll just be nice thinking to- about it Nice to know that Andrew has to take performance-enhancing drugs to get excited about the podcast. Um, I know I took a B12 shot, too, so I'm through the roof. Okay, so Boiler Room came out in 2000, and it was directed by Ben Younger. Ben Younger. Oh, yeah. uh, Written and directed. Mm -hmm. Are we supposed to know? Is he from anything else? No, he's done other stuff, but it's all stuff that I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I heard about that. Or, okay, cool, like, he worked with Meryl Streep, but, you know, mm. he's just, like, a guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> None of this. This is nothing. <laughs> How does he start with Boiler Room and go on a downhill slide? Well, his 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 whole thing was kind of interesting. I actually looked up an interview with him and he's really cute mm-hmm. and he started out in politics and he also used to do stand up. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. He's had, he's kind of just all over the place. So I think that's why, uh, and this film was written. Um, it was inspired by, he interviewed at one of these kind of like shady, brokerage firms and ended up Uh, this guy he's a smart guy he saw right through it he didn't get involved but it inspired him to write a movie about it okay yeah um and what's interesting is well we'll get there but basically uh giovanni rubisi is the star of this movie not vin diesel this is someone you like him right i do okay this is i was wondering i couldn't remember if this was the guy that you said you liked but i couldn't tell him from adam in uh Saving Private Ryan. Okay, yeah. Well, he... Yeah, he's... Um, I realize that I think he's... He just looks really sick. He's he got looks, that sickly... Yeah, like, and I think... Borderline I white trash look. Like, he I could like be like Eminem's friend in 8 Mile. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's fully my type. Um, he does look so like a real creep in the beginning of this movie. Well, no, he gets worse. He looks like a vampire by the end. He, lo- I was like, he's <sighs> his he looks eyes like are just from... sunken. Yeah, he's got like really... the deep circles under his eyes. Well, because the, his soul has been mm-hmm. 
ripped from his body. And he's like dressing like someone from the Matrix. It's just a weird. I liked that suit by the of end. The black, you did. the all black. Oh, I thought it was cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. Okay. Uh, so Giovanni Ribisi is like just a regular kid from New York. He is dropped out of college. He runs an un- illegal underground casino out of his house, mm-hmm. um, which is just kind of a way to like make a bunch of cash, hang out with his buddies, and just kind of be a 19-year-old ne'er-do-well. But he does it well. I, I would say you undersell the casino. It's a, it's a very buttoned-up, mm-hmm. well-oiled yeah, machine. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a business. Never he, gets out of hand. He treats it like a business. Mm-hmm, very much. Uh, I respected that about how they portrayed that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess, oh, he has to tell his parents that he dropped out of college and then they find out about the casino. Mm-hmm. His dad is like a federal judge or something. Yeah, some kind of judge. Some kind of, his I guess maybe mean not federal, dad. His, his mean lawyer dad yeah. is a judge. Um, and so he has a lot of pressure to get a legit job and have a legit life. Right. Uh, and so then he decides to be, how does he even find out about it? Uh, Oh, it's a, that's a pretty big part of the movie. Remember he goes, sometimes I wonder if that knock changed my life. He's like closing up for the night. And then his friend, uh, played by, Dude. None other than I screamed <laughs> when I realized who it was, Jamie yeah. Kennedy. So <laughs> we should say the opening of the movie is kind of cool because before you like learn anything about it, it's that thing where they show you something in the future and then right. it goes back to the beginning. So the opening of the movie is a scene of all these dudes, um, these broker dudes like going to this like hotel partying like, on a or bus. conference yeah. yeah they're partying on a bus to get to this like hotel conference area or, or like banquet hall or something and they're having like a big party and it's just you see all these scenes of like bros broing out with their suits and their cigars oh yeah you see jamie kennedy i think he's like rapping he is saying he's not rapping <laughs> he's just he speaking. sounds he's like just he's riffing he's it sounds like he's doing like a bit and they're just yeah. letting him roll with it and He's being very Jamie Kennedy. Yeah, he is. Oh, I forget. Boy. What was he talking about? Oh. I don't know. It was nonsense words. Yeah. Oh, he's cracking me <sighs> up. Oh, but yeah. And like the first, you see Vin Diesel in this opening montage too. And he like calls someone a slut. Yeah. <laughs> Which is great. He does that That's twice. That's the first the movie, thing he says. Us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like, it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go back and you see Giovanni Urbisi in like his day-to-day life, his family, his casino, right? whatever. And then, yeah, Jamie Kennedy is a friend of his who shows up at his doorstep with one of his like broker boss mm-hmm. and they're recruiting Giovanni Urbisi to come work for the broker firm. So I forgot that is how that happens. And then, and then he shows up to the interview, to the interview and we're greeted mm-hmm. by another star. Yes. That I well, wasn't. I'm... Neil Long or. Who's Neil Long? <laughs> the secretary. Oh, Nia Long. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I mean like movie star. Is she a movie star? 
Wait, is she a movie star? Canceled. Yeah, she's a movie star. She's been in everything. I didn't know she, I I didn't know that. I was surprised to see her in this because I was like, okay. She was great in it. She was great in it. I didn't know she was was a, I'm getting hot. I feel bad. I didn't know. I didn't know (laughs) she was in other things. Uh, Because there's a lot of people who are just not in things in this. She's been in quite, quite a lot. Um, That's fine. Uh Uh, She, um, I mean, Grant, have you seen Boys in the Hood? No. Right. <laughs> so it's okay that you haven't you're not as familiar with her filmography, but um Am I white or you're you're kind of <laughs> maybe one of the whitest people I know. Uh what did you, oh, I was gonna ask what your Spotify rap said, but you probably don't you don't have Spotify anymore. Do I you? looked it up. Just I ah. re downloaded the app. Uh, was it white? I bet uh, it was white. <laughs> uh, oh let's look. I forget. Main guy Jeff Rosenstock is white. That's fair. Yeah. Do I listen to black people? Uh, <laughs> two, two out of the five are not white. My okay. top five. Cool. Uh, we should discuss your top song for oh, the yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Because guess what? I was surprised. Also my top song of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Say how many times you played it. Uh, I could probably find it. Did okay, it say how many times I, you played it? That's what I was trying to remember. I feel like it was a low number, though. And I was like, I get pretty obsessive. I know there are other songs that I listen to more than that. Mm-hmm. But maybe not. We I both, did have it on repeat for like two whole days. Yeah, our both top songs <laughs> was uh, Feel Like I Do by none other than Mr. Vin Diesel. Vincent Vincent. Hey, my number um, my number four top genre was Dreamo. What do you think about that? <laughs> what is that? What's Dreamo? What is Dreamo? <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Is Phoebe Bridgers Dreamo? Maybe. She is in the I top five. I feel like five. she is. Okay. Um Yeah. What? Oh, Nia Long. So she's the secretary, and I was very surprised to see her in this movie because I was like this is very broy. I don't know why she's here, mm-hmm. but she was great. And she was then, very good. I liked her in this. She, yeah. And then we are struck with another movie star when they're all shuffled into a boardroom. I love like this kind of scenario where it's like a group, uh, like a. It, this happens to be a group interview, but it could be any kind of like group, like dinner party or something, mm-hmm. where there's like a trick. You mm. know, I love that. A trick? What do you mean? Like this was? It was kind of like well, there was the whole thing where so Ben Affleck bursts through the door, and he's right. cussing up a storm and he's yelling at everybody, and he uh, he is very no nonsense and he asks like who here has like who's passed the series seven exam or whatever and this guy raises his hand he's like okay get out oh like, like that kind of thing like the kind of thing where they're just like listen up what you thought this was not what it is we're different here. <laughs> That kind of yeah. shit. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Or like the guy who was like, oh, he called him a dumbass, and he was like, he's just picking these people Get off. The he's like, you're out, you're out. Um, yeah, I was excited to see Ben Affleck. This speech is where <laughs> I was like, oh, this is Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Yeah. Like they just like get a big name actor who was, uh. Well, was it Alec Baldwin? It was Alec Baldwin. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <We> just, <laughs> my sworn uh, enemy, Alec Baldwin. Also, very. Do you know how I know the name Glengarry Glen Ross? 
is because they mm. name drop it later in the movie. The, yeah, I had did, forgotten yeah. it, and I just wrote down. Uh, what did I write down? That always be closing movie. This is that Alec Baldwin speech from that one movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Can I? I do need to say some quotes from this because oh yeah, very quotable. Makes sense that the writer is a comedian because like mm-hmm. very. And a Jewish comedian. Makes Uh, sense that he's a Jewish comedian. Yeah, just like Mm -hmm. really over the top and like works better than it should. It still doesn't work great, but like he's like, I'm grinning ear to ear, baby. I drive a Ferrari. I have a house. I am liquid. (laughs) Your friends are shit. Fuck you, mom and dad. (laughs) Like, like, just like, just like one after another after another. And we get like, Mm -hmm. we get three of these scenes, I think, throughout the movie. Where Ben Affleck uh, is ben just Affleck roaming just... <laughs> around a like it's yeah. clear they had him for like two days or maybe even just one uh, day. Yeah. And they're just like, just talk. Like they probably had lines, but they were also probably just like asking him to just spout shit and just putting it well, all together. Something I learned from reading or Ooh. watching an interview with Ben Younger is he doesn't believe in rehearsing. <laughs> oh. Wow. So every every scene you like see is just like first take off the dome like wow mm-hmm. which now that i know that ben affleck's performance phenomenal incredible yeah yeah really good and giovanni Rubisi also pretty good i actually did think he was good in this movie yeah he's a really great actor but yeah uh, and so you get the sense that this is like a really bro like hardcore mm-hmm. environment. <clears throat> and then in voiceover, Giovanni Arbisi says, um, it felt like a Hitler youth rally. I loved that. Really, <laughs> that really solid poll. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I wrote down <laughs> Rubisi's hot cause he looks like a sick puppy. Um, <laughs> So I would say that this movie, like, I don't know if I'm just desensitized with, like, Twitter and just the internet and dealing with, like, trolls and shitty people, mm-hmm. but, like, they, it's, a, it's very misogynist. Extremely, um, yeah. Extremely misogynist, very racist, um, mm-hmm. homophobic at, at points, like, it's just... All of that shit that you expect from a movie that's about, like, finance bros. But I didn't even, like, feel myself getting upset. Like, there was a couple times where they say the N-word, and that's always going to, like, be arresting. Yeah. But even, like, the shit when they were talking about, like, don't pitch the bitch, which is, like, don't Ooh, even bother selling to women yeah. because they're annoying. Um, and then, like, there was another thing about, like, a feminist and whatever. Right. It... I didn't even care. I didn't. I didn't even phase me. That just kind of made me sad. I I think I will say, it also didn't really phase me. And I wonder if it's part of me was like thinking. I think it was just so obvious that these guys are morons. Mm-hmm. Like I think, yeah. like I think, it would phase us more if like. They the movie was trying to communicate to us an idea that we should be on board with. Mm-hmm. Do you or know like what I mean? If, if these were at the end of the day sympathetic characters, yeah, which they're not. They're not at all. Like like it's just like a. They're just fucking idiots. They're just like big dumb men. 
saying what they right. think is right at all times and clearly they're just complete morons and i think that's why it doesn't phase you because it's just like of course he's gonna say that he's stupid and he doesn't mm-hmm. understand nuance and like we're they're never gonna get it so like why would i even get upset about that right which is not how i used to feel i don't think but that's definitely how i feel now oh gotcha and i i just god i also it still doesn't i'm not inclined to want to watch two hours of that but no here we are yeah but i will say i thought it was interesting um the way i like was trying to google if ben younger had a black girlfriend or a black wife because there's multiple times where he where he writes in the interest of i don't remember abby was her name abby character in the interest of abby like even like explicitly Giovanni Ribisi's character, Seth <clears throat> is like, it must be so difficult for you as a black woman. And I was like, where are we at in this world where it's like, <clears throat> the, like these finance bros, like just throwing out like slurs and misogynistic stuff. And then all of a sudden, like total 180. Well, yeah, it's very interesting. Well, I don't think, I think he wasn't trying to paint Giovanni Ribisi as one of those bros. No, of course not. No. So yeah, I, that's and I think maybe the fact that there are those moments made mm-hmm. me less offended by the horrible things that they said just because it's just like oh well the movie doesn't isn't endorsing these things and they're sure. clearly more progressive than this but that is a fine line I mean I don't know I don't want to get too like philosophical about it because I don't know that I I don't know that I have an opinion or an informed opinion but like I definitely don't have an informed opinion. I might have an opinion. I wonder, wonder, like, in 2000 when this movie dropped and people, like, watched it, were they they stoked on it in the way that the guys in this movie are stoked on Glengarry Glenn Ross? Like, does that make sense? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be. It's like, I'm sure it's the Archie Bunker effect. that's what bums me out. Yeah, that is (laughs) a bummer. See, that's what bums me out because then it's like, it might not be in a quote-unquote endorsement. But you still have like bros that are not we'll going to pay attention. Heart. Yeah, they're not going to pay attention to the nuance of that scene when he's talking to Nia Long in the bar. Yeah, they're going to care about. Oh my god, did you hear that joke about the feminists who cross the street? That's that shit true. Pisses me off. That actually, yeah, when you put it in <clears throat> that context, not great. <sighs> anyway, Vin Diesel calls someone a slut twice, but he calls a man a slut, which is interesting. That's fun. Um, <laughs> now that's just good old fashioned fun. Let's talk about Vin's performance because he was performing, I think. Yeah, he was. He was great mm-hmm. in this. His voice was great. Mm-hmm. He does. He... Oh, the first... Well, no, the first time you see him is in that, that opening, like, mm-hmm. not montage, but montage. But then I think the, the second time you see him, like, the first time for real in the movie is when he yells at him, right? Oh, yeah. Hey, kid, get the fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. That was great. Uh. It was great. Uh, and it's so funny because, you know, obviously we know Vin now as like a presence and a force. Uh huh. But in that movie, he was he wasn't huge. You know. No. He's not like he wasn't buff the way that he is now. And also his voice, it, because it's so strange and and I guess low, mm-hmm. it doesn't really carry. And it was so funny that he was able right. to shut down the boiler room by yelling because I was like, it's you're not even being that loud, but. Okay, I'll take it. I love this scene. Uh, And then I liked when he did the um, uh, 
Well, we'll get to that later, but there's another part where he's on the phone trying to, like, close a deal or whatever. Oh, when uh, he gets his, when Seth, Rabisi yeah. guy, gets his first reco, reco, and then, like, runs across the office building and, like, knocks him over and grabs yeah. the phone. I'm, I may be confusing two different scenes, but I liked when he was like, um, let me open the door to my office. Yeah, that was that scene, yeah. Office. And then everyone just, like, he holds up the receiver and everyone's, like, shouting and screaming over this stock that's exploding or whatever. Mm-hmm. And did you see, did you hear what Scott Kahn says? No. He goes, oh, my God, I'm going to come. <laughs> <laughs> you oh can hear God. him just, like, distinctly over everyone else, like, hooting and hollering. And I thought that was so funny. That's really funny. Um, And then another scene of Vin's, because then, okay, so then... Giovanni is like in the stockbroker world mm-hmm. and he's getting acclimated and he's getting better and better at his job and like learning the ropes. And he gets invited, I guess, to Ben Affleck's house. Right. Oh, Ben Affleck is pad. maybe, is this the only other scene Ben Affleck is in? I think so. Okay. They had him for they two him days, for Andrew. A day and a half. <laughs> oh, great. Did Craig's we lose gone. Craig? That mother... What is... I'm going to beat Craig. Craig is a piece of shit. Craig's... Oh. I'm about to give him give up on Craig. You say that every every time. I know. I'm sorry, Craig. Okay. Uh, so they go to the house, and they're watching none other than... Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. No, they're not. Wait, they're not? <laughs> they're watching Wall Street. Oh, I thought they were watching Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. I mean, it's basically the same movie, but no, it's Wall Street because <laughs> um, it's Martin Sheen. Oh, I haven't I thought, really seen either of those movies, so. I thought it was Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross at first, too, and I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. But regardless, it's wow the same. They but do yeah, it's mention Martin Sheen, so it's Wall Street. They do mention mm-hmm. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross at some point in this movie. They do. Okay. Yeah. But this is the scene where they all quote word for word Wall yeah, Street. Yeah, that is, was funny. Oh boy! It's like then, these guys are losers, just like straight <laughs> losers. up losers. <laughs> oh my god! And then Vin, I loved his like monologue because he put on like his actor voice, mm-hmm. even though yeah. he's already acting. Uh, and I, I just love him. I love him so much. And I just, I even liked that, even though it was like meant to be this way in the movie, that he was like better at it than everyone else. Exactly. I was like, oh yeah, he would be. In real life, too. Like, I was just he like... He would give it 110%. Yeah. And um, he did. He did. Uh, they explicitly say that he's Italian in this movie. They do, multiple times. Mm-hmm. They, it's weird. Everyone in this movie is either Jewish or Italian. Yeah. I'm trying to and think. weird... Is anyone not... Yeah, because they talk about it. They, it's, yeah, it's you're weird. Right. The, like... How many times they mention like being Jewish or being Italian? Yeah, huh? Um, and it's weird because Giovanni Ribisi, obviously Italian, but playing Jewish. Right, right. And then they go out of their way to say that Scott Kahn's character is Italian, which who is Scott Kahn? He well, he's James Kahn's son, which is funny because James Kahn in The Godfather is famously the only one who's not Italian. He's the Irish one, but uh, Scott Con was the kind of the shorter one with like the like the Johnny Bravo hair. 
that like started the fight and that's when they called him Italian because he was fighting. Oh, the 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 like ultra bro. Yeah. Okay. Like the littler one that's the yeah, ultra. Yeah, the one that's always that's trying Scott to start Con. the that's fights. Okay. James Con's son. Oh wow. Um yeah, yeah. At least I assume so, because I know James Conn has a son named Scott Conn who's an actor, so I figured that was him. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> um, and then, and then all of a sudden, just like I feel like there's this shift that happens in the movie that there's not really a build up to, but all of a sudden, uh, Giovanni Ribisi's character is like all in, and yeah, just like totally evil. And making money hand mm-hmm. over fist. Right. I right. wasn't ready for that change. I think I, I don't. This is let me. I think this is what I didn't like and didn't understand about the whole movie is I think they explain that by saying he's doing it for his dad. Okay, right. So Which, there's this whole subplot about the father-son relationship. Shoot me in the head. What a <laughs> horrible plot line. What a horrible... Uh, un- unnecessary, I feel like. It was... I mean, I would have Garbage. liked it to be... Uh, if they wanted me to be emotionally invested, that's not the way to that is the way to do it i would i were you kidding me like a father son dynamic yes but Mm -hmm. they just didn't do it very well and they and Um, it landed like a fucking wet paper towel like it (laughs) i oh i i don't know why like this whole movie is this dad being so mean to his son so mean to his son uh and his son just Giovanni Ribisi, main character, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. every time just reacts with like, oh, buh, 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 I love you, Papa. Buh, 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 I just want to make you happy, Papa. And he's like, fuck you, son, you piece of shit. And, he, and then it just ends with Papa going, buh, 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 I love you, too. And we're supposed to care. Like, if this ended, the only thing I, I was like waiting for this to happen and would have been like kind of OK with the plot line. If at like one point the son was like, you know what? Fuck you. You're just like a fucking mean dad. Like, I don't care if you have good intentions for me. You're just like a fucking mean old man to me. And he never does that. He's and he's always just like, Papa, Papa. And like the scene that I thought he was going to blow up on his dad, he starts crying. And it's like, Papa, buy these shares from me, Papa. I have a plan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh, it was, oh, it made my skin crawl. I hated it. <laughs> am I reading this right? Am I, am I missing something? No, I mean, I, I mostly agree with you. <sighs> I, uh, I had some sympathy for the dad though. Um, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I every... understand the frustration of. Although maybe I don't know how like mean he was. Cause every time that they would kind of come to blows or have an interaction Mm -hmm. Giovanni Ribisi's character does kind of just like shut down and yeah he plays the sick puppy that he is and maybe that is due to years and years of abuse but well did you catch did you catch the story he tells right and so the story (laughs) he tells Abby is really it's really sad extremely disturbing story 
It's disturbing. <laughs> and so we can maybe assume that that wasn't the only time his dad hit him. No. I, I guess but, we should say, in case you haven't seen this movie, uh, he's on a date so, with Abby. I'm going to laugh. The movie star, uh, what's her name again? Nia Long. Nia Long. The movie star Nia Long. He's on a date with Will her. Will Smith's girlfriend. And she goes, really? <gasps> in Fresh Prince, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Not in real life. That's Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, wait, what did I miss? Although uh, they do have extramarital that's affairs. That's what it seems. I thought. They talked about yeah. that. I thought you were mentioning that. Um, but uh, she goes, tell me a story about yourself. And uh, I'm pretty sure he tells this story in the third person in like present day. No, he tells it in like present tense. He's like, I'm riding my bike. I wreck yeah. on my bike, which was very weird, but like. <laughs> I'm rolling with it. And uh, and then he goes, and then I wreck on my bike and my dad runs over and he looks so scared. And you're like, oh, his dad cares about him. And he looks so scared and he looks at me and he smacks me across the face. Mm. And I just, I just loved that he looked so worried about me before he smacked me across the face. Huh. It's... Like complicated, very complicated. <laughs> it's yeah. that's like uh, what's that Stockholm syndrome? No, uh, when you're a prisoner and you love Stockholm your Stockholm syndrome. That's Stockholm syndrome. Okay, <laughs> yeah, sounded mm-hmm. like Stockholm syndrome. Maybe. A bit. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. I think it's just if you have a father, like, and we get a we get a sense of. Um, when, when they're meeting at the diner and, and Seth's dad is like, you know, if I was my father, like I would have, you know, you get the sense that he was raised with not a very loving father as well. Right, right. Cycle of abuse situation and, and all of that. So I just feel like it should have either been handled I don't know, because you get a lot of screen time with him with his father, but for some reason it just doesn't... It's not that I don't care. I just don't think... They're bad scenes. They're just not... They're not communicating the way that they should be. Yeah, I don't know. You, it's, they're you always confusing. Like, they like when they meet in that diner, he's just like, mm-hmm. I just wanted to talk to you because we, we fought last time. And he's like, why, why are we even here? And that's what we're also asking ourselves as viewers. Why are we being shown this stupid scene yeah. Yeah. where he's going, Papa, Papa, love me, Papa. <laughs> because and- the first scene that we see, which I don't know if that first scene was supposed to show us that they have a dysfunctional relationship. Mm-hmm. Because to me, that first scene is very normal. Because he yeah. goes home to tell them that he's dropping out of college I've, as someone who dropped out of college, I've been on that conversation and right. it doesn't go well. No. Yeah. And I then, didn't catch that either. You're right. Yeah. And then he's like, I, and that's when he says, I'm a judge. Like, do you know how this looks that you're running an illegal casino out of your house and I'm a judge? And I'm mm-hmm. like, that actually is a great point. <laughs> like, I, I just. I, yeah. He wasn't like, I don't think he was out of line in that first scene really at all. No, no, not at all. So then later, and then of course we get the story about the leg, the broken leg, and the bike, and this, and he slaps him, yeah. and I was like, okay, well that's horrible, 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 so bad that I made a new word over <laughs> actual words. <laughs> 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 um, 
But yeah, anyway, and then also I just feel like that, I don't know who the actor is that plays the dad, but he was just so quick to like kind of jump to yelling in his scenes that I was like, yeah. stop yelling, shut up. Yeah. I don't care about him. And then like, I just thought about this too. The way he like decides to come around with his son is help him do something illegal. That's what's crazy. Why? When, Why? When... What are you thinking, <laughs> yes. you fucking dummy? Just <laughs> and <sighs> I like when when Giovanni Rubisi shows up to his office at the end. So basically, what happens is um, the government is tracking this this brokerage firm. They're doing tons of illegal stuff, and the government is tracking Seth right, and help, right. Abby's like helping the government or why are you saying government? police fbi um the state fbi um track him and uh and so he gets arrested or no it's before he gets arrested either way he knows he knows illegal shit's going on and he needs to get out right and he goes to his dad because he guess he's like come up with a scheme Mm -hmm. and at first i didn't understand that he had like a plan i thought he was like so far gone that he was still trying That's to like, kind just of what I sell to too. his father. Hated that. Hated that. Yeah, scene. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. But then I realized, okay, he thinks he's gonna like outsmart the system or whatever. But even right. then, his dad. I can't believe his dad was like, okay, well, I'll help you go through with it. Like, I can't believe what? he asked his dad to begin with. Of all the people yeah. to ask, the guy you're trying to win the affection of, who is a judge, yeah. you ask him to do something illegal. Come on, ask your mom. Your mom's chill. Ask Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> ask Jamie freaking Kennedy. Ask ask your buddy Chris, played by Vin yeah. Diesel. Who you? Come on, man. Who you if pull Vin aside? Was yeah, he who you like? Him. Yeah, who you actually like? Do a solid for. And so then that's crazy at the end because basically, eventually, Giovanni Ribisi's character does get arrested mm-hmm. with his father, and um, the cops are like, "Okay, well." you're our, our inside guy. We're offering you full immunity if you just like get this information for us. Right. And so it, the day comes, he goes back to work the next day to like download all of the information for the FBI. And he gets a call from the FBI and like, hey, it's time. We're about to like raid you guys. Get mm. out of there. Copy to the floppy, so, baby. <laughs> copy it to the floppy. <laughs> um, so he takes his floppy disk and he hightails it out of there. And then he runs into Chris in the stairwell, Vin Diesel, well, he called, He tells him to come to oh, the yeah, stairwell. Oh, yeah, tells him to come, yeah. yeah. And so, basically, there's... <laughs> it's so stupid. Actually, I don't like this movie. Um, <laughs> he tries to talk to Vin Diesel about um, signing off on this paper so mm-hmm. that this one guy that Giovanni Ribisi screwed over can, like, get his money back. Right. Which... I would assume at this point, he screwed over more... I don't know why that one guy yeah, was, Yeah, that like, was a little one, bit of a weird... Like, they kept showing us this one family that is being screwed over, like, their money, they're losing all of their life savings. And it's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I bet there's, like, a hundred other dudes. Yeah. I don't know why we care about this one guy. Um, But anyway, he's trying to get Vin Diesel to sign this paper to kind of help out that one last dude that Giovanni Ribisi screwed over. And... It's just so bizarre because he's like, hey, man, thanks for joining me in the stairwell. I need you to sign this piece of paper because the FBI is going to raid us in 15 <laughs> minutes. It's like, why does he care about signing a piece of paper free? I was, that's not how that shit would have gone down so at all. Funny. You kidding me? It is just that weird that like, he trusted Chris that much, but yeah. not enough to just 
have him be on other stuff beforehand. I I did. Chris's character was interesting because mm-hmm. he was like supposed to be a good guy who just so. who just didn't pay attention to what the consequences of what he was doing. And I feel like that stairwell scene is like him trying to come to terms with it while the FBI is about to raid. Right. Uh, I think they tried to pack a lot into that yeah. scene. Well, I also thought it was interesting when that one night they go out and Giovanni Reese is like, why do you still live with your mother? Just a casual and, throwaway question that never gets answered. And he's like, what do you mean? I love that so, answer. No. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I don't know if that was supposed to be comedy or if we were supposed to glean more from that. I got, I, yeah, I got the vibe that we were supposed to be like, oh, he's an interesting <laughs> guy, huh? Yeah, or like maybe the same way that Nia Long lives with her mom. Mm-hmm. Like all of these people are doing what they know isn't quite right just for the money because they need to. Right. Maybe. I think I think they were saying that Chris was... But not everyone in general. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, no, sorry. I shouldn't have said everyone. Yeah. Everyone else clearly was just trying to make a million dollars. Speaking of, um, Greg, God, that guy, piece of I work. hated him. He was so, I'm saying this now, now that I think about it more, so good at being a, like, hateable character. Right. Like, really, I just despised him that whole movie. He was hard to look at. Hard, just, oh. God. And it's funny in that scene where Giovanni Urbisi goes to like the top dog, like the owner of the brokerage firm or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's him. It's Giovanni Urbisi, the guy who owns the whole operation. Head and then Greg, And then Greg, Giovanni Urbisi's boss. And I was like, Greg sucks. And he's yeah. like worse than the guy who's doing all this shit. <laughs> um, the guy who's doing all this shit, by the way, played by... Guy Patterson from that thing you do, which you haven't seen. Oh no! But uh, he, and he and Giovanni Ricci are in that thing you do. So wow, it's kind of they're them. probably friends, mm-hmm. huh? I bet so. I wonder if he's a Scientologist. Oh, he's got that. He's got a Scientologist look to him. Is Giovanni Ribisi a Scientologist? Oh yeah, hardcore, oh, like lifelong. Like dang. his parents are Scientologists, mm-hmm. and that's why Beck's a Scientologist because Beck is married to Giovanni Ribisi's sister. Wow. Or they just got divorced, but yeah. How about that? Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood. Hollywood. Uh, at one point, Greg does push Seth down and call him a bitch, which uh, oh yeah was, and then it, the scene just ends. I think it just moves on to another scene. There were a He's lot of like, like aggro, it's like just aggro stuff and yeah did you um giovanni rubisi's like spin kick i love that when did he do a spin kick i think it's when he's about to close his 40th deal which is a huge mm-hmm. deal yeah and someone someone behind him not even like a just like one of the bros not someone we know <clears throat> is maybe like kind of oh right around. yeah and he turns around in his like swivel chair and just like kicks him so hard <laughs> it <laughs> I love that move. I loved it so much. Um, yeah. Okay, I'm trying to see what else I wrote. Well, I liked the scene with the gays. Oh, that I don't was... remember what they were. Oh, they were all celebrating because Giovanni Ribisi passed his test. His Series 7. His Series 7, which I guess yeah. is a real thing. I don't know. 
Okay. And they were like kind of like having this like jokey um but also hateful. This is where we get the with... horrible horrible homophobic joke. I think <coughs> this is definitely one where the joke is meant to make him look like a moron. For sure. Oh yeah. It's a terrible joke. I don't even want to repeat it. Uh, I don't even remember all I I don't remember I don't remember anything that they say except for when the I believe it's yeah, it's Scott Kahn. He says they should just take all of you guys and put you on an island somewhere. That I oof. Which is oof, real Ugh. yeah. But then the the queen in the table the table is like you're on it, meaning <laughs> the Isle of Manhattan. Um, I love uh, that. Oh. Yeah, New York that's City. That's what he meant. The uh, Island for All the Gays. Yeah, so it was actually like a really good joke, really good comeback. Got it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, and then the movie ends with the FBI raiding the building. The end. I don't know. Yeah, it just ends. <laughs> it just ends really poorly. Like, yeah. Total letdown. Really, I I just don't I I didn't. And what it led up to was just such a bleh. Like oh, like we don't get bleh. any. Uh, we don't find out anything. What happens with Seth and Abby? They just end on uncertain terms. That's true because he knows that she was behind it all. Mm-hmm. Not you know. She wasn't, like, heavily involved, but she just knew that the FBI was looking. And didn't say anything. Yeah. Oh, oh but no, there, there was that moment at the end where um, he's leaving. Yeah. Because the FBI is showing up, and she calls his name, and he just, like, gives her this weird look. <laughs> I don't know why it was so funny. Because he's walking, but the whole right. time he's... Oh. I thought I turned off my thing so people can call me. Sorry. Um, he's walking, but he's like looking left the whole time. And right. so just like imagine someone walking straight, but just looking left the whole time. I don't know. It, it tickled me. <laughs> it was a it. weird walk, but like, that's all we got. It was like, he's not talking to her at this moment. That's yeah. it. So I mean, they're, they're done. So that, okay. Would have loved to have they, a little once... more closure on that. Absolutely, but I guess you know once the FBI gets involved, it's presumed. True, you're done. true. The FBI does tend to break up a relationship. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so, um, what's weird is, like I said, the creator of this movie, Ben Younger, based it off of an interview he had at Sterling Foster, was the okay. name of the actual brokerage firm. Oh wow! And. They got raided. <gasps> they did eventually get raided in the year 2000, the week before this movie came out. Whoa. Is that that's crazy? That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty cool. And I almost wonder exactly, like, this is this was a very, like, independent movie. Um, and it did get a bunch of, like, independent awards, but I think it had a better box office weekend than it would have because mm. of that. I'm assuming. But, yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah, were any... Who was like? Were all any of those people like big, big actors at the time? I mean, I know well, obviously Ben Affleck probably yeah. was. Ben was because this was two thousand, so he has he had already done his like late nineties like uh, okay. Good Will Hunting situation. It definitely felt um, like he was treated like a movie star. 
in this yeah. one? Um, I mean, I will say that the trailer advertises Ben Affleck, Giovanni Ribisi, Nia Long, Vin Diesel. Okay. So, Nia, I... Nia would have been, because she would have already done, like, Friday, Boys in the Hood, Fresh Prince. Right. Oh, she's on um, French, Fresh Prince. French Prince? This is the second time this episode I'm going to say, yeah, she played Will Smith's girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said the freshman earlier, and I was just like, oh, that's something no. I don't know. Fresh Prince oh, no. makes a lot Fresh more Prince. sense. <laughs> I may have said freshman and just didn't know what I was saying. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah. Boiler Room was like, this is interesting. He wasn't really a, a star. Was, I mean, I guess. Then? No, because, oh, that's another thing I wanted to say. The same weekend this came out, Pitch Black came out. Oh, they came out the same weekend. Yeah, isn't that weird? That's... I was trying to figure out how, like, what was the thought behind putting Vin in the trailer if he, like, people don't Mm -hmm. know him from stuff. But maybe the combination of both of those movies, they're like, Vin Diesel is also in this one. If you want to check this (laughs) one out. Well, yeah, because at this point, he wouldn't have been in... He he was in Saving Private Ryan, and then yeah. Iron Giant, but not like as yeah. him. No one's gonna recognize his face from Iron Giant. Yeah, that's interesting, huh? Maybe they, they just knew. Do, like, maybe they, they just, just knew. knew. They'd put him in. They're like, put him in the trailer. People will come. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could have been like kind of. I don't think Giovanni Ribisi was like a name yet. Oh, he really? Didn't really do anything until I think the mid two thousands is when he had more of a. He did, like, the other sister, things like that. I think. I don't know. He looked really young, so mm-hmm. I assume. But um, I will say another, one last note from the interview that I listened to with Ben Younger. Aside from not doing any rehearsals, okay, he, he said, I only hire intelligent actors, like, with quantifiable intelligence. People I know are smart. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Our boy, Vin. <laughs> he he's knows, intelligent I mean, he's a good talker that also sounds and like he, something a dumb person would say though absolutely <laughs> but but this guy this guy is really smart uh, like he yeah he was in um he was in politics before he got into movies he was like a campaign manager for like the democrats or he has had a life but um okay but vin i think he comes across as intelligent because he talks so slowly mm. <laughs> it sounds like whatever he's saying is smart. No, I think he's actually smart. I think he's a he knows what's up. Sure. Do you think he's smart? I don't know because I've only <laughs> ever heard him say the same five things over and over, very mm. very slowly. So I think he read as smart. In like his interviews and stuff. I think he's emotionally intelligent. I don't know if he's book smart, but that also doesn't mean anything. Right, so. right. He's definitely emotionally intelligent, <laughs> and maybe he's just. Uh, a good marketer. So maybe he doesn't seem smart because he's sticking to the script and he knows that if he says these things enough times, yeah, it'll get out. Is Piker a slur? Piker? Mm-hmm. They say it a lot in this movie. I'm scared to Google it. <laughs> I think if it is a slur, it's Piker. it's like british or against like a white person so pikey i don't think it's irish 
Piker. Uh, an ethnic group. It's like a traveling Irish community originating in Ireland. Uh, but they're mainly in the UK. Weird. Hmm. It is say it's in general considered an ethnic slur. A piker is an Irish yeah. slur. I keep saying it, but I'm I'm like ninety nine thousand percent pikey piker either one piker. Okay. Okay. Well, so yeah, I got excited when I saw that Pitch Black came out the same weekend because I feel like that's when Vin Diesel becomes Vin Diesel. Pitch Black for sure. And I am tired of watching these movies that aren't really about Vin. And n- not about Vin, like, doing awesome stuff. Right, right, right. We want Vin to be at the point where he has some sort of creative input mm-hmm. and uh, choice on project. I and want... I think we're about to hit hit that point. Right. We're... From now on, we get Pitch Black slash Chronicles of Riddick. We get... Triple X, we get The Last Witch Hunter. So excited for Triple X. Who knows what else? I can't wait to see that movie again. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited to see Did it. Did you for know the it was the same time. guy that directed Fast and the Furious? No. It's pretty crazy. It makes sense why I like both of those movies and think of them oh. as the same like world. Mm-hmm. Because Fast and the Furious came out in two thousand one and that movie was uh written. Uh, well, directed by Rob Cohen, and then Triple X came out in 2002, and I'm pretty sure also directed by Rob Cohen. Let's see. I know that there's some... Also directed there, by Rob Cohen. Much... Nice. Yeah, I have too much Vin trivia swimming around in my brain. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to watch this movie again. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's a world where Triple X was the franchise that takes off uh-huh. and i feel like that would have been a really fun world because that would have been like well i guess it's the same thing i guess fast and the furious did kind of turn into like an insane action franchise we would have we would have gotten there without that without too fast too furious it would have been like mm-hmm. less about cars quicker i think okay yeah for sure. And Vin would have had but more I, tattoos, but maybe it wouldn't have been about family, so maybe we wouldn't have liked it as much. More tattoos. <laughs> uh, was that an American flag? Oh, on my... Or is that in, like an IU towel? It's just a big towel with stripes on it. Okay. Whew. Close one. Scared? <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> um... <laughs> Well, that's that on that. That's that on that. I don't know. I just... (sighs) Nothing about that world interests me. Money. I don't even know what a stock is. I would agree with that. Don't... Don't care to care. I didn't... Overall, I didn't, like, hate it. I I thought in general, like, I enjoyed all the scenes of everyone talking to each other. Do you know what I mean? Like the acting was all pretty good. Yeah. In general, um, it was like a pretty well put together thing, but like yeah. it doesn't land well. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end of the day, it is just a movie about a bunch of white people 
making ripping Italian. off ripping off people oh Italian and Jewish excuse me <laughs> uh, do you follow Jabuki on Twitter I'll get a little I uh, yeah I love I when he talks about being Italian <laughs> it really uh, yeah. it really cracks me up for some reason well him and Beyonce they're both Italian <laughs> um, so yeah it's just like it's a movie about people that it would be a real stretch for me to care for, about. Yes, absolutely. So why should anyone care who's listening to this? Um, Vin Diesel's <laughs> in it. That's why. Vin Diesel's in it. And I, I would say like worth seeing once. Absolutely. I yeah. love the I get, Ben I Affleck scenes. Mm-hmm. Worth it just There's for the Ben moments. Affleck scenes. He says yeah. he says so many things that are just like completely <laughs> absurd, uh, mm-hmm. which is very fun. And I'm liquid. I'm all I'm liquid. Li- I'm, I'm liquid. I have a Ferrari. I'm printing ear from ear. He says, like, pick up your skirt and grab your balls, boys. Like, just like, oh, really? Oh, God. Let me see. Actually, I probably have more quotes. Let me check real quick. <laughs> I just, every time he started talking, I was just furiously typing. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um. I did write these men are horny for gecko, which really cracked me up. Oh my god, Gordon Gecko. Uh, yeah. Oh, maybe I didn't. Oh, I should mention while I'm looking. Do we need to talk about how? Uh, much Coca Cola. Seth drinks. Did you notice that? I didn't notice a single Coca Cola. Oh. There is. I, I'll well, I'll know, take a picture was, of it. There's just he was at dinner ahead. and he had a. I, I remember it, he was at dinner with his family and he had a diet coke and I was like, oh, I want a diet coke. But that's the only time I ever noticed. So you know that scene where the newspaper salesman calls him. Great scene, oh. by the way. He's like, sell yes. me. He's like, sell me on the thing. Mm-hmm. That it's just like a one shot. This and this is why like this movie is not like complete garbage. It's because like scenes like this are actually kind of fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, it's all one shot. He's just talking on the phone. He's like, sell me on this paper, blah, blah, blah. And like, this is one of the scenes where you can see he's actually becoming a good salesman. But yeah. it's just one shot, slowly panning out. <laughs> he's just yes. like, no joke, surrounded by two liters of Coke. Like an I, absurd yeah, amount. Right. In like Coca-Cola <laughs> branded big plastic cartons. Like mm-hmm. just so many. It was crazy. Had to have been that product is, placement. There's no way it wasn't. That's hilarious that I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> now that you say it, I do remember like, oh, there's Coke behind him. But I was like, I was studying his face. And I remember he was drinking orange juice and thinking that's weird because they're showing mm-hmm. me Coke. Yeah. But I didn't notice like the scope of it. I that's wonder, so funny. I wonder if that was like, I'd love if I ever have a conversation with Ben Young. There... <laughs> I just feel like they were like they were contractually obligated to put so many bottles of Coke in this movie. And they were like, what if we just put it all in this one scene? (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) Uh, It it is a crazy. I'll post it somewhere. I'll post it on the discord. It's a crazy amount. It is funny. And as we get farther in the filmography of Vin Diesel and Mm -hmm. um, as our corporate overlords infiltrate media as we know they do throughout the 2000s. Yeah. Um, we're going to see a lot more product placement and can't I can't wait. wait to track it. 
And if anyone wants to place a product in this podcast, <laughs> just hit us up. We'll uh, gladly drink a Coke on air and talk about Absolutely. it for money. <laughs> Would love to do that. Um, that's my dream. Just get a, one sponsorship from someone on one of these one podcasts. Of these days. I thought that Taco Bell was sponsoring you. Did I say that at one point? I think I just wasn't that made a whole that thing up. you guys did for a long time. Maybe I don't know. Okay. Uh, someday. Um, someday. I'm stoked. Um, screw this. It's a good movie. Go ahead and watch it, but don't expect too much from the ending. But now we're gonna watch Pitch Freaking Black. Ooh, baby! Ooh, I'm so I'm excited. excited. I've never seen it. I haven't either. Uh, I thought you have. No. Uh, oh, I bet it's so good. We, I'm going to look into this. We could maybe do some bonus episodes of me playing the video game Pitch Black. I think I, I, think <laughs> oh. I can set it up because uh, I'm pretty sure Diesel Pitch Black video game. I'm pretty sure like Vin Diesel like went all out for this game. Um, no, he did. And yeah. it's because he likes video games and he was like, I want, he has like full creative control over the video game. Yeah. So like, I'll figure that out. I think I can download it and we can figure something out. Oh gosh. I hope so. Um, <laughs> you sound so excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, that'd be great. Whatever you want to do, buddy. I'll, um, well, I'll play a little bit and then maybe if it's not too old or too bad, I'll, I'll rope you in. How's that okay. sound? Sure. Sure thing. You sound so excited. Um, follow us on Twitter. We don't have a Twitter. Um, <laughs> at Buckernade. At Cash Nerd. And thank you for joining us. Um, I hope you're not a finance bro. If you are, look inward and quit your job. Quit your job. And join us next week for, or not next week. Wait, are you ready? Join us next, next. Wait. Yeah, well, you're almost there. Not join us. We'll see you next next Tuesday for Pitch Black. That was great. <laughs>